Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for The Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. Ladies and gentlemen, the votes are coming in. They're coming in fast, and I can predict that the pinball show will be airing episode 37 right now. How's it going, everybody? We are your hosts, Zach Minnie and Dennis Creasel. Dennis, how's it going? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Did you like that intro? It was topical. It was. You, well, you are often very timely. You, you do strive. You are the, the lord of entertainment. I've been watching and listening to a lot of politics uh, this week, and we have, I believe, a new president-elect. Yes, it's been called by all the major networks and news outlets. Obviously, the formal voting count uh, will continue, but that's standard. It took us a that while, didn't it? Uh, it did. I think that many states were, if I were to be a little judgmental, not appropriately prepared for the volume of mail-in ballots uh, driven by the pandemic this year. So some of them just did not have either legally the ability to start counting early, or they just struggled equipment-wise with being able to do it. So it's been a little tedious, but uh, you know they want to make sure every vote counts. So. There were a lot of votes. There were. There were. Tremendous amounts of votes. We broke records with the number of votes we received. Is that too soon? Well, do I have to yeah, retire? Not really. Trump? I mean, actually, uh, Trump did get more votes than he did in 2016, and and uh, Joe Biden has set a new record on popular vote. Uh, you know, raw count. I mean, all added together, we're talking something like 145 million votes so far that I've Fake. seen in the tallies. They're wrong. It's a lot of votes. A lot of people wanted to express their opinion. Bunch Which, going back to my old poli-sci days, that was always a, you, know, you like to see the public actually participate. So. Yeah. So maybe after a handful of lawsuits and stuff, we will uh, have our new president. Woohoo! Would you ever, uh, I want to I golf with a president one day. I, I would golf with Trump. I, uh, I've gone golfing before and I didn't really enjoy it, so really? I would not want to golf with anyone. You wouldn't golf with me? I lost the sensation in my thumb for six months after the last time I the did it. What the hell were you doing? Well, apparently not holding the club properly. Playing with wood irons or something? Jeez. My uh, my actual, my wood clubs were, my set is so old, they were actually made of wood. I I guessed accurately there. Yeah, I would, I would golf with Trump. I don't know if he would, I, I would get kicked out by the third hole, but I would make an attempt to golf with uh, President Trump. I think it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to be there just to watch you try and convince him to buy some toppers. <laughs> Come on, Trumpy. Bye, bye, bye. That's my tagline. Speaking of important people, Dennis, I had a visitor this last weekend. Hmm. And uh, one that some people that are listening know. The pinball world famous Joe Fox visited me up from Delaware. He visited on Thursday and Friday evening before setting off to uh, the Biden land of Delaware on Saturday morning. And we had a lot of fun. Hmm. Joe Fox got to play GNR. He was loving that. You know what he was loving? And I, the reason I bring this up is because I love Joe Fox, number one. Number two, 
remember you giving me a really hard time in the past about me proclaiming that um, the Evansville Southern Indiana Tavern pizza is about the best there could be? You've, you've given me shit about that. You're like, come on. You're- I don't have any memory of us discussing pizza ever. Maybe I just did that in my, in my thoughts. You would shit. Maybe that's it. a conversation you've had with Greg. No, no. Maybe it was Ken. I don't know who it was. But I'm here to tell you that Joe Fox, he's, he's Italian born, I think, on mom's side. He knows pizza. He knows Chicago pizza. He knows New York pizza. He told me that I have an argument. I've, I made him eat uh, this local restaurant's pizza. He says, I've got an argument. It's some of the best pizza he's ever eaten in his entire life. I don't lie. Okay. I only reporting the facts um, here, Dennis. People yeah. say, I say I'm outlandish. But my what I say is true, people. It may seem silly, but it's true. And Dennis, before we jump into the pinball news, there is some sad news this week. Uh, we lost a couple fellow pinball enthusiasts. We lost John Cosmal, went by Cosmi Pinball on Pinside. I didn't know John uh, personally. I don't know if I've had any interaction with him. But I did know Terry Ritchie. Terry Ritchie goes by Who Day on Pinside. And for many of you, you guys will know, uh, Who Day was rough on me. Uh, but there was this this banter and understanding between he and I, and we had talked um, offline on several occasions. He was a flipping out customer and just somebody I would consider a friend, a friend that I agreed with maybe 10% of the time, but nonetheless, a friend, and, and we're really going to miss uh, my boy Hude, Terry Ritchie over there. Um, so uh, a quick moment of silence for a couple, uh, a couple pinside people that we lost. Well, let's kick it over to see if we got any correspondence to give us some news. If not, we'll do what we do each and every week. Compile some news to discuss for these fine people. Beep, 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 beep. I actually kind of miss the beep, beep, beeps. No, you don't. It's time for TPN Industry News. Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack Update. Guns N' Roses machines are continuing their slow but steady flow out of the factory. There's still not a lot of clarity about when people who ordered the machines are going to get them. The biggest factor seems to be what version of the machine you ordered. As players wait, some are getting increasingly worried about the Guns N' Roses playfield issues that have cropped up recently. It's still unclear how many of these machines the issues are affecting, but there are definitely players who have shown pooling and chipping and cracking artwork on the playfields on their games, while others have said there have been no problems at all. It seems to be a roll of the dice at this point, and players are just hoping that their machines come out pristine. As I mentioned last week, some of them are coming out of the factory with washers under the posts, and there have been uh, some aftermarket mods to try to help prevent this pooling and cracking including some laser-cut plexiglass spacers that go underneath the slings. Let's hope that this issue is addressed quickly because there's still a lot more Guns N' Roses machines to be built. For The Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rudberg. Always great to maybe hear from a correspondent, Zach. <laughs> Possibly. Always. They submit their entries late. Yeah, we got, uh, we got some news in general, not much news. This is kind of a slow news week with the election stuff going on. I think everybody else's attention is is elsewhere. But uh, Jersey Jack Pinball has a little bit of news. The Pinball News, Pinball Magazine, Pinball Podcast 
interviewed JP for to win uh, and Jack Winery from Jersey Jack Pinball. Did you get a chance to listen to this podcast episode yet? I did. I heard it yesterday. Okay. Uh, JP DeWin is always great. Uh, he talked about what it was like working and, and uh, the development of Guns N' Roses Pinball, doing the animation and whatnot. And he did art direction too, which was nice. Yep. But, uh, so go back, listen to the podcast episode for that. But Jack Winery, he brought up a couple interesting points. Very typical corporate kind of Jack G kind of stuff. So you didn't get a whole heck of a lot. He kind of focuses and has to work nowadays on future games more so than current games. So he's working uh, listener two to four years out on securing the licensing, I guess. I guess that's kind of his primary thing, securing licensing for that's some of these my, titles. That was my read of it. And I guess uh, for those of you that don't like to deal in calendar years in pinball terms, that <laughs> means one to two games. <laughs> Too soon. It was just very clever. It was just a solid. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought based off of uh, output, that's been a fairly accurate prediction on my part. That's what makes it clever. Uh, he also talked about working with Guns N' Roses and uh, securing that license. And that's been a while coming. But I, I found it interesting the way he described he, what she calls, quote, a hurdle of getting Eric Menier to lead design another re-theme. Listener, we know that uh, Eric Minier's first debut uh, lead design was on Pirates of the Caribbean, which has been made by Stern Pinball before, that license or that title. Uh, and then here he is on his second sophomore effort. He gets another pinball machine that has been made before in Guns N' Roses. But I was surprised to hear Jack. He really approached this like it was a big hurdle to talk Eric into doing uh, another one of these games that have been made before. Is that just my interpretation? Uh, I was going to ask, actually, because I know you and uh, Eric have spoken before. Do you have Eric Minier's address? Because I might need to send him some Ben Gay for all that arm trusting damage <laughs> that it sounds like may have been sustained to his shoulder. That's right. Maybe. Maybe. I don't... Uh, do I mean, that's it, it came stress. across like Jack had to break him. Yeah. <laughs> am I being, am I, do you think I'm, I'm overreacting well, to that's how why I, I didn't know whether to bring it up because I'm like that's what it kind of felt like to me too I mean maybe it was just Jack trying to kind of tell tell the story in an entertaining way Possibly, but yeah. but I've just I just imagine Jack going hey I want you to do GNR and Eric going I don't wanna and then Jack's like pick a switch I want a new theme uh, yeah, I'm fr <laughs> I'm friends with Eric that's what it threw me because <laughs> certainly not but knowing still, uh, knowing Eric he was He's always been excited about uh, that title because of the things he thought he could do and his affiliation with music. Well, he got to work with Slash and, and all this. Sounded like a great. It would have been a great experience. A yeah. So unless you hated Slash, and no one hates Slash, I don't know. But anyway, it was strange. It was, it was weird. It was an interesting way to tell the story, nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, he also talked about Minier's next game. He did confirm Jack Ranieri uh, from Jersey Jack confirmed that Minier's next game, his third uh, third design, is not. A, a licensed re-theme from any previously made pinball title and that Eric was interested in making the title uh, for his third design, which further <laughs> proves our point of like, what, that was a weird thing. So yeah, he said he was very interested in, in this new non-re-theme title and license for his third design. Yay! Woo! What's it going to be? Watch it be something horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, Eric only likes nice things. Yeah, what... Well, it doesn't matter what Minier is given. I think at this point, I mean, it's two games, but he has been given, let's be honest. He's been given two titles and two licenses that 
if you were a seasoned veteran designer, you might be like, really? Do we have to rehash all this again? And But look what he's done with them. He's made people forget about the previous release of that said title. I think it's fair. Yeah, I, I see the perspective. I, it gets a little tricky with Pirates because it didn't sell well for the company. Yeah, and we know that Stern sold a boatload more Pirates <laughs> than Boat, I like it. Yeah, But I think anybody... Whether they're in pinball or outside of pinball, Dennis can stand next to a Pirates and a Guns N' Roses and say, well, this is a lot different than what oh, I Oh, yeah, I don't think is. anyone would get them mixed up with the, the prior released versions of those pins. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what Jersey Jack has uh, stirring, but I guess the rumor of Toy Story with Pat Lawler is, is the next rumor that everybody keeps spreading around that we probably won't see until, you know, when will we see another Lawler game? Uh, I'm going to guess 2021, but well, you're probably going, wow, Dennis, what a bold prediction. Watch out. Um, I, don't, I don't think we see it before July. I think Is it's that a, a safe, little better? I think it's a safe bet, yeah. I think it's correct. Maybe around when, I mean, maybe. It wouldn't, it wouldn't totally shock me if it was announced almost a year to the day of the GNR announcement. They just have so many to build yep. is the for, thing. Yep. That's a great point. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. If if they were producing these things like a Stern Pinball, then I would say we could potentially see a Pat Lawler game in this early spring. Sure, but I just... I given just how many orders they have to fill and what we've been hearing or what more accurately we haven't been hearing in terms of when they expect to get shipments out. I just don't have confidence in that happening. It's kind of like the next release by Stern pinball. When you think about it, they've got a back order of a plenty and Mm -hmm. we're hearing rumors of a Led Zeppelin by a Steve Ritchie, right? Two, Two dynamite things there, Led Zeppelin and Steve Ritchie. But when do we see it? When do we, these rumors continue to stir up in the community and even, even behind the scenes kind of thing, we're hearing these kind of rumors. So do we see another Stern pinball machine this year? Some, I've, I've seen some people on Pinside didn't say next week. That was, you know, two weeks ago. And then next week. Oh, and well, next week. I guess that didn't happen. I don't, I, I, I mean, if, if they followed the typical schedule, December wouldn't be a surprise. I mean, that is when they push stranger things out, but I, I'm going to stick with my old, Prediction of January. I think it'll come out in January. I think that makes the most sense. But we'll but see. Again, I mean, Priestle, yeah, you just, always they, make they're, sense. they're so behind. They're so behind on, I mean, they just, they, they have a lot of orders they need to fill. I just don't see the point in oh, doing it, but. Man, they have a lot of orders. And why did we just stumble upon a new Stern pinball machine without the community knowing? I don't know. Did we? I feel like we did. See, this is what happens. This is what happens in the TPN Discord. Shit gets mm. uncovered. This is where our McMuffin to the rescue. Oh, McMuffin. Jedi McMuffin on our Discord channel said, hey guys, what is this? And he shot us pictures of a Star Wars, the pin, but the comic version of it. Now, we know, listener, there were comic editions that were done later on for the Star Wars Pro and Premium, right? They're still in production on those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just watched uh, Ron Hallett from Slam Tell Podcast stream his yesterday. Oh, yeah, Ron did get a uh, a pro comic. There was a a boo-boo on his. They crossed the stream. They did a Ghostbusters. They wired... They wired the two different spinners wrong. So oh. one spinner was registering oh. at the other switch. He had to, he had to move people. the wire. Of he all was, people. 
the streamer, <laughs> and it was, I think it was people watching the stream who caught it. They're like, is that not registering? And then he went into the switch test. It's like, oh, look, the wire. Apparently, the wire colors are very similar. So, oh. so they, they put the wrong wire on it. It's like, oh, here we go. Having to make an adjustment. Oh, wow. That would oh, never happen on comic edition of Star Wars The Pen. That cracks me up because of all people to mess up the spinners on. <laughs> yeah. Ron. I thought about putting a comment in. No one cares about spinners, Ron. Just oh. leave it alone. Oh, Ron. Poor Ron. Yeah, but so the the comic version of the pin is pictures that he showed us on our Discord, and he assumed, or somebody else assumed in Discord, that it was just they found it on Reddit, so it was just a um, somebody yeah, Photoshop, Photoshopped, yeah, hack jobbed it up. <whistles> but upon further inspection, it's real. I don't think this is a hack job. I think, yeah, I think it's real. It's real. Well, it's in the it's in the Hamacher Schlimmer catalog, <laughs> the nice the famous Hamacher Schlimmer. Amateur Schlamacher. Yeah, that's yeah. what I wanted to say, but I don't think that's right. Yeah. Ha- <laughs> amateur Schlamacher. That's what we're going to call it now. Amateur Schlamacher. Yeah, the, the hammock schlong. Uh, the, oh, they- oh don't, no. Don't do it. Schlong hammock? No. <laughs> that's terrible. Don't call it that. <laughs> they sell Yoda table lamps for $180 at Amateur Schlamacher. Do they really? Yeah, I well, see it. The Return of the Jedi Wall Clock. <laughs> I love that. Yoda comes out. The funny, the funny thing is, I could get that Return of the Jedi wall clock, the Yoda table lamp, and the illuminated Darth Vader levitating helmet, all for less than a topper. I knew where you were going. The setup was way too long. Yep, I knew it. I knew it. The setup was just perfect. But all right, so I'm looking at these pictures at 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 Hamacher Schlimmer, and (laughs) this doesn't. This is not. This is not Photoshop job. These are photos. These look real. Yeah, and. Comparing it to somebody could be like, well, they just pulled the plastic art from no, like the apron is different. There's a Yoda art. It looks actually pretty damn superb. The playfield does the artwork on there. I think this is Randy Martinez again doing the pen. But wait, why doesn't anybody know about this? Is this the only place that's selling it? This is well, I mean, pla- Reddit knows about it. I guess pen siders well, and pinball people in general don't use Reddit. Reddit's like CNN. I mean, that's where you get the news, right? That's where I, that's where I go to look at dogs behaving badly. And cat videos? No, not so much. But yeah, they are there. Reddit has it all. Okay, let me, let's see here. So yeah, after reading the Reddit posts, it does not give any clarification. Um, I, I'll tell you as an as a authorized dealer, we have not been given any information about the comic version of the pen. Um, but the, the site is selling at $4,500. Please allow three to four weeks for delivery. Some of the descriptions in the, in the product descriptions are, are a bit odd. Like which, working coin door, yeah, like working coin door, which doesn't surprise me from, uh, uh an outfit like a hammocker schlammerker because they're like the sky mall airport magazine, sharper image thing. So I could see them selling this and they are a legit yeah. company. Uh, it did in their description. They do note they're claiming that this is a 500 run limit. Yeah, this is a limited edition. They call model. it a limited edition. So maybe that's why no one else has. Is this something that was done specifically for Hamacher Schlimmer? Man, I love that you continue to correctly pronunciate that. Um, We're possibly, a respected news podcast, but don't not you, a joke <laughs> podcast. Oh, I know. I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to figure that out. I think that they wouldn't sell 500 units to this particular retailer, number one. 
Number two, it would have some type of badge or insignia if it was a Sears Roebuck kind of thing. Now, maybe there is a limit somewhere. It's not in our typical, like I didn't see anything on the apron or at the back box, but maybe inside the working coin door. This would be the first time that they have made a limited edition, the pen. (laughs) It just doesn't make sense. Well, (laughs) I don't. Okay. I almost want to order one. Listener, should we order one and see what happens? See if it comes to our door? No, because my luck tomorrow afternoon, I'll be contacted by Stern. They'll be like, hey, we got a, uh, a dealer conference uh, for tomorrow, and we're going to be announcing the new pin. Yeah, like, do you have any upcoming announced uh, dealer meetings? I that can say no. Could... No, we don't. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't see a plaque at the apron either. I'm looking, I'm zooming in. Uh, I don't see any limited markings on it. And it looks like they pulled the the premium artwork for the, from the comic version for their cabinet and for the translite they pulled the pro comic edition star wars so it's mm-hmm. a, a nice medley the play field is pretty stunning it looks really good i don't know what to make of this listener just thought we'd throw it out there because we've not heard a lot of people discussing it so special i haven't heard this anywhere Jedi i have not McMuffin. heard this come up that's strange huh, interesting what do you okay. need, do we do they need this why? I mean, Here's it might question. help move a couple of units, but uh, it's just slapping on a different, the already existing art package. So I think it was a low lift. Do they need it? Probably not. I don't, I, I, I just don't expect. No, they, that's a brand new play field that they had to design. Art-wise, right. art-wise, Randy Martinez, they had to pay Randy Martinez oh, I see. To I see. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. The, obviously, does the that, play field layout is. Yeah, that's the same, uh, but. Uh, yeah. Um, does it make sense? I. The people that Again, are going to buy the I, pen, my argument, Dennis, the people that are going to buy the pen, won't they just buy it based on Star Wars? Do they need this custom art? I think that, I guess my answer would be, I view that the, these pen home edition things are still really highly experimental and that George Gomez is trying to figure out what aspects, what changes help move units and don't help move units. And so okay. I figured in the realm of doing experiments, they perhaps thought... Let's go ahead. We saw maybe they saw a significant uptick on the commercial side with the comic book art mm-hmm. because the the you know the original art package was pretty panned. Yes, and correct. perhaps they thought, okay, well, maybe if it looks sort of like a comic style that might even with casuals attract people to spend $4500. So, mm, yeah. I mean, I'm skeptical. I, I do agree with you overall, Zach. I just don't I don't think that I think the price point's too high on this home edition to move the unit. It's it's too expensive to be a draw to a lot of home collectors, and obviously, its non-commercial nature is a big disinterest aspect for most people who are in the pinball hobby. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a new art scheme fixes the, either of those things. I don't so, either. but again, if we we also have talked about in the past, art sells games. So maybe that's true even outside of pinheads. Uh, yeah, and we and we do I don't know, know that. If you're going to be launching and really pushing the sales of the pin version of uh, Stern's pinball lineup, Q4 is when you push this tire, when you push this uh, trim level. I guess it's a trim level. Hmm. Yeah, I mean Christmas sales. Yes, they then they they tell us that all the time. The pin, you push it during Q4 because that's where a lot of your families that are outside of pinball maybe want to add a special gift under the tree. And this is the perfect type of gift for that, which I agree on. The other thing that's interesting, and then we'll drop this. This goes a little bit deeper here, so I might lose some of you guys. When it comes to the artwork, you're contracting Randy Martinez again to do this artwork. 
I'm looking at all playfield looks re reimagined. The artwork on the plastics all look comic book version. Apron looks comic book version. But then there's this mix, at least on these pictures, and these look like official pictures, Dennis. There's a mix on the stand-up targets as to if it's comic book artwork or if they go with the traditional artwork. For example, the drop-down targets, that is a the the comic book version of it. Oh, I just just answered my own question. What they had done here, if this was legit, they have taken the stand-up targets that were already being used on the actual pro and premium edition comic versions and applying them where they see fit, but they did not have Randy do these uh, stand-up decals that were not that could not be found on the pro and premium. Example, Leia Spinner. There was no mm. Leia decal on the pro or premium because there was no spinner with her on there. Thus, they used the regular Star Wars or the pen artwork for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, it sounds like they probably only arranged for him to do the play field art. And so they salvaged what they could mm-hmm. elsewhere. Yes. And where they couldn't, they just stuck with the same old art. That's why I'm thinking this is actually legit. I don't know if they just no, maybe uh, weren't supposed it, to air this yet. But. So I guess this is the newest reveal from Stern Pinball, question mark. We just got the Led Zeppelin wrong. Well, I guess actually Steve Ritchie <laughs> didn't design the home pen version either. So Speaking it's all of wrong. Steve Ritchie, he's been panned a bit for the artwork on some of his pinball machines. His latest was Kevin O'Connor's black Knight. It wasn't heralded by people, but it wasn't hated either like a game of Thrones or a star Wars. Do you think his next pinball machine is closer to a, uh, a black Knight custom hand drawn? Or do you think we go back to the Photoshoppy feeling of a star Wars game of Thrones? No, I think it will be more of a hand-drawn style, especially if he's doing a music pen. You know, there's normally a desire to do things around posters or album art, though Led Zeppelin didn't really have great album art. Yeah, nor are they like the most beautiful band. Uh... So anyway, there's not anything that I would think you nece- would necessitate relying on photo. Like there's no iconic thing to just Photoshop. So I think there would be flexibility. I'm going to go on a limb, and, and this is just a, a guess. If Led Zeppelin does happen by Steve Ritchie, I think there is something to this artwork issue with Steve Ritchie. The pattern is just way too fixed at this point for me. I think of ACDC. And I'm going to go on a limb and say the artwork may not be up to snuff with uh, with what we're seeing from Sir. And I'm going to actually say... My guess is to whether it's Led Zeppelin or not. I think that there's something with the Steve Ritchie pin that I don't know if they get to choose the artist or if he just gets, get, you know, gets, I don't know. Don't know what it is, but. I mean, I, I've always assumed that it, it had to do with the, the restrictions on the licensors and just who he's ended up being, being stuck with. And Maybe. the, the thing with ACDC is that was still Photoshop era. It wasn't until 2013 True. with Metallica that they started to, you know, they brought in Dirty Donnie and they did the hand-drawn thing because mm-hmm. ACDC is 2012. Mm-hmm. So I think it was after the success of the art package on Metallica that they started to entertain the idea of, oh, look, this really helps sales and it's attractive. But what, what did Steve Ritchie get stuck having to do as of, you know, after 2012? He had Star Trek, so movie license. Yeah. He had, uh, Game, he had of Game of Thrones, movie license, or TV license. Star Wars, they're not going to... Star Wars, but, li- you know, highly restrictive license. But so, uh, my argument there would be, not to cut you off, but 
then why does Randy Martinez get to come in and do hand-drawn artwork for Star Wars? It does happen. Well, it just happens later. It, it, it does. But remember, the, like the play field is just like him tracing the the, the hand-drawn yeah, artwork. Yeah. You know, he's just he's just tracing what was already there. It's not – I don't think the play field art's that great on the comic edition because you can tell exactly what it was. It's like it's just, oh, here, hand trace this. I still think Maybe it looks what? better. It does, but it's not – I mean, given I know what its source is from, I'm not exactly impressed by it. The mm-hmm. cab sides and stuff, yeah, really impressive. But again, they arranged that after the fact. Mm-hmm. That was later that that all came about. And uh, he is a sanctioned Star Wars artist. So I think yeah. that's part of why that ended up being okay. Like, I don't know if Kevin O'Connor would have been allowed to do it. We'll see if we hear anything this week officially from Stern Pimble uh, as to the legitimacy of this new pen, the pen. Did you see George Gomez... I've never seen this there. George Gomez this last week was teasing Dennis uh, a code update for Deadpool. Did you see that? Nope, I did not. He was, I liked it because he put some time into it and was like, oh, what about 25 new high score you know, modes or what about this? And he thought, what in the world he's talking about? And then the next day, boom, here comes code drops for all kinds of games, but in particular Deadpool. We get a code update from Deadpool version 1.04. A lot of these games are adding the DJ mixer and stuff, but for Deadpool, we get new uh, new champion initials at the end. So you're setting Juggernaut Battle Champion, Mystique Battle Champion, Disco Multiball Champion, et cetera, et cetera. Plus, they added songs for Deadpool, this new code update. Katana Rama Polka, that's a, that's a hit. And who doesn't love Disco All Day? Followed up with Disco All Night. And then the prequel, Disco All Afternoon. Some tweaking and, and different things like that, but... We get a code update for Deadpool. We get a code update for Elvira's House of Horrors version 1.01. And it's it's another hefty little Lyman uh, code set here. We've got all kinds of additions, a lot of tweaks, a lot of fixes, adding sounds, adding light shows, director's cut stuff. So check that out if you have an Elvira's. We have a code update for TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're at version 1.23, fixing issues where the van can lose count of balls. I love code updates that fix physical mechanisms in the way they work because that as a dealer i'm always dealing with so that that was nice they also added the dj mixer tweaking a couple different things adding some topper effects we'll get to that here in a second and the last code update for last week was avengers infinity quest hulk 2d2 uh, with version 0.93 this the big one there for me was that subway mech it no longer stages and pauses throughout it goes straight to the buck and shoots you up that was that was needed i like the effect of stopping the balls but it took way too long so we get more light shows more topper integration once that topper is shipping it'll have plenty of effects in it where's the shooter though i need the shooter to effects we know that we get a lit shooter on that one you love code updates dennis Mm. did you fall asleep there bud yeah you know what else we got this week from Stern Pinball? No. Something that goes on top of a machine. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I watched part of your turtle unboxing. <gasps> Thank you, Dennis. Because I wanted to it? see you talk about the price, which you didn't do. This one was so quick that you could have tried to pop popcorn to sit down and eat in your jam jams, and it would have already been over. It would have. You would have burnt popcorn. Quick. Popcorn people, here's the thing. I'm a big... Uh, I'm a big snob when it comes to popcorn. And one doesn't simply rely upon the microwave popcorn button. 
Right. Do not you? all microwaves have that button, by the way. Does yours not? I don't think it does. Not my current one. My last microwave did, though. I guess you should have purchased your microwave from Hemmerkler Schlemmerkler. See, I can't even say it. Yeah. It would have been limited then. And maybe you had a working coin door. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> so, Turtle Topper. Yeah, you can remove the logo, which a lot of people seemed excited about. Man, that was like the turning point of that. That's product. like the one thing people wanted. They were like, burn that son of a bitch in its redundancy of logos. <laughs> and then I took it off real quick and took a picture. And they're like, okay, I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah, that calmed everyone right down. It's still too much fucking money. <laughs> you know, there was that aspect. And for and now, if you could have offered a discount if the logos were removed ahead of time, maybe. <laughs> I'm blaming you for the cute little shit statements that I get about topper releases. I'm blaming you. Why? Because. Why? I've always been people can spend money on whatever they want. I know, I know, but you're clever and other people try to be. So every time I post something about a new topper, people are trying to crease on me. They're trying to throw in just a little nugget like, oh, that's a nice topic. But how, how about they, instead of spending all this money on expensive ass toppers, fix fix their fucking clear cap. Like I, it's everywhere. People, people want to shine. They want to put in that joke of the day when it comes to topper releases. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it is a it is something of a low hanging fruit item to make fun of, Who, especially given just the sheer amount of inflation that we've seen in the topper prices since uh, even over the last year. Yeah, I still love the social media posts. There's like a thousand dollars. That's crazy. And I'm like, dude, read the five statements fucking above it. There's nothing original in your in your comment. Well, a thousand dollars. That's crazy. Like. Somebody's already wrote that. Be clever. Think I think a lot of people different. actually do just comment without reading the other comments. They just <gasps> want to comment. They speak so they without knowing about the uh, the tone. Yeah, and... but I mean, it's social media. I mean, yeah. you've read through you've read through the comments. Most comments aren't really that good. Oh, I have I ever? Quite frankly. So we've got the TMNT topper. Overall, do you think it looks good? Do you think it's do you think it's less aesthetically pleasing as other previous recent, recently released toppers? What are your thoughts about the looks of this thing? I think with the, the moving eye thing mm-hmm. that, yeah, I think mechanically it looks pretty cool. I would put it beneath the Black Knight topper, but above the Elvira topper. That is really interesting. Me comparing just moving toppers, that's kind of where I, I would rank it. I think it's I think its movement's more interesting than just the lifting, mm-hmm. you know, crypt thing. So. Now Greg Bone did come from straight down the middle. He came and hung out this last weekend and he said the same thing and it shocked me as well. He said, I think it looks better than the Elvira topper. I disagree. I like the Elvira topper looks better. Uh, because it's more a molded, you don't get those two D plastics. But yeah, yeah. That I mean I see that aspect on the you know, but the desire the of the molding versus the flat plastic elements to it. But nah, I think that it's okay with turtles. Yeah. It's just because uh, I think the lift thing with the Elvira is so disappointing. We think we, we reached a milestone with that Elvira topper released by Stern Pinball at $1,000 plus shipping. People thought, well, but it's molded and it does move. So we get that. I, th- I think and, and and Elvira didn't have a pro, so I think correct. some people thought, oh, it's a you know boutique topper. They're going to sell it for more because they sell less Elvira's because there's Excellent no cheap point. option. But, At least I thought that. But then Dennis, I feel like we went up another rung of that ladder with this topper release, a thousand dollars. Yeah, given this now, my current working theory is one of two, and mm-hmm. and you can guess which one. I mean, you can tell tell me if you think either of these are right. Yeah. 
I think either Stern has decided all toppers th- from this point forward will be a thousand dollars, or that. all toppers with a mechanical element that moves will be a thousand dollars, and we might see a lower price on any static toppers mm-hmm. should they continue to make static toppers. I, I think you're right on point there. We, we just the only time's going to tell which one that is, but yeah, the pattern that they're displaying is that anything that moves is a thousand. Anything that is static is 600, but it would not surprise me if we see a non-moving static topper. Maybe it's right. Maybe you're right. A thousand dollars around the board. Boom. You're going to get it. Yeah. I, well, we'll have to see on that because it's, we, we haven't had a good test for that one yet. It's just, I also think that, you know, Stern is trying to find the sweet spot on where they can, there, there is a, ca- there is a cap here oh, at yeah, some stage. Sure. And, and, and they, in fact, as I, you know, somewhat facetiously told Zach privately, but I wish that the TMT topper had been two thousand dollars <laughs> because I think we need to find the ceiling quicker than we are. You did we got, too. We got you were all in. You're like, oh, like man, I make wish it two, it make it two thousand. I want to see which ones of you are really serious in this hobby. And I thought it would have been more incremental than that, uh, maybe a fifteen hundred or a twelve hundred, just to keep bumping it. But you're like, nope, I want to see a full two. Yeah, see a full two. Because you know what? If it doesn't, if it doesn't work, put them on sale. Put them on sale and get and get rid of them. What it's not. The, do you think it plenty works? of other businesses do that? I don't get where pinball's obsession with we set a price and we can never sell below that price ever. Mm-hmm. That's like a new weird thing. Pinball used to not be that way. Like if you still got stockpiles of old, you know, Beatles games, mm-hmm. like saying you know, seeing the distributor that was actually selling their Beatles uh, gold for lower than what yeah, you, the prices, you imagined anyone yeah, ever would. I'm like, for... yeah, that's how it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. They can't all be winners, folks. That's true. They can't all be the pinball show. Do you think a $2,000 topper in the current state of Stern toppers sells? I think the ceiling's beneath 2000 So no, not really. I mean, you probably sell a few, but... If I were to ask you one year ago, if anyone buys a $1,000 topper, you would have said, I think the ceiling is below 1000 No, I would have said, I think there are people that would pay 1000 Okay. I don't. I think they make less money at a thousand per topper than they would have at six hundred, though. And I say and I, I think that again. I think that's still. I think that's. I think they will make less money on TMNT toppers than they did off of Black Knight toppers. I disagree. Hmm? Well, I don't know. I don't get to see and those I, numbers at this point. It depends on how many they make because they aren't. Yeah, they aren't cranking but, out these toppers. I know, but it's like if they're not going to put in a cap, I think it's a little. Shady's not the right word, but I don't like this sort of talk of, well, remember Stern limits their talk. It's like, well, they limit their pin production too. You that's on my post. That, that's, <laughs> yes, I did. And I didn't like how you tried to imply that it was a limited run. All I have is the data. That's all I, I have. I, I understood what, I'm not saying that you were factually incorrect, mm-hmm. but there's a fine line between saying that Stern only makes so many toppers and then people reading that and thinking, oh, there's a set number Stern has. They just haven't announced it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, th- and that's not the like. If there's demand, they will turn out more. We've seen them turn out more toppers on topper counts that you thought there weren't going to be more runs on. Correct. So, and the other thing in terms of the pricing, where I, I question is, it is still readily available at retail to go and obtain R two D two limited toppers. But we do have those in stock. Correct. So, and you're not the only one that has them. So, I just like 
So why are they not selling? Either Stern Star Wars did terrible or it's the price. Because I thought the R2 looked pretty cool. I did too. You're in the minority so, there, but I, I'm agreeing. With yeah, you. I thought it turned out, you know, I granted, yeah, the weight was maybe not, maybe what we got wasn't worth the weight, but, yeah. but overall, I yeah, I like it. I think it's a cool topper. So, um, and that's $250, isn't it? Less than that's 750 what? yeah. It's seven fifty, so it's like okay. I a mean, I just I th- limited edition. I, I think we're finding the the rarefied air, and it's 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 always there are some people that a thousand, two thousand, whatever. They're not really going to blink at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there'll be some where on any given game, maybe that is the quote unquote bolted to the floor. Mm-hmm. And if Turtles is bolted to your floor, then you're going to get the topper, even if you think it's overpriced. Harry sort of Potter thing. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there are all those different fa- factors in. I Obviously, I don't believe that the margin, like the investment going into the topper has gone up to justify the price. So I it's see. just a price. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a gouge. It's a profit gouge. A gouge. The That's question, a word. The question is whether or not the decrease number, I think they sell less toppers at a thousand than they did at 500, 600. Mm-hmm. The question will be, do they still sell enough at this higher profit margin that those reduced sales still mean they make more money than they exactly. were? Do they really want to make that many toppers? Well, and that, that could be a separate question. Yeah, if they're just yeah. kind of like, you know what? We hate manufacturing toppers. We just hate it, but there's demand. It's easy money. Let's just, Let's we only want to build... Yeah, like it's and in that case, if it's like we only want to like deep down in our hearts, we really only want to build like two hundred and fifty of these buggers. Mm-hmm. Then, then okay, I get it because if they really like, it's just a tour to make five hundred. Let's just make two fifty and just sell them for more. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I don't, but like as a consumer, I don't like it, but I get it. Now I saw some implications on pin side people saying, oh, they're not selling these toppers. Like the the one dealer that I heard. That had uh, that said they're sold out of these toppers. Probably only had two. So I'm going to ask you this: Do you think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles topper accessory that was recent that's being shipped now at a thousand dollars? Do you think they're selling well, fair, below average? Are they not selling? What is your guess? Uh, I mean, I don't. There's so much I don't know. Variable wise, I don't know how many were shipped out versus compared to other topper runs. I don't. I think it's selling. Do you think it's selling as well as the other last four toppers that they released? I think selling as well as the Elvira topper did. Okay. And that would make sense because there's more turtles out there than there are Elvira's. Yeah. I will say that um, any guess as to how many I've sold thus far? How many did you have available? Um, I had, what did I order? I have ordered like 30 or something. I think you've sold 20. That's a good guess. I can confirm I've sold at least 20. Okay. Yep, and I've got invoices out for all to 28 of them. So I might have mm-hmm. a couple left, but $20,000, in toppers. Man, I wish that was profit. It's not. It is for Stern. I know it is. <laughs> Damn it. Hey, at least Stern throws us a bone though. They don't they still don't have it up on their website. I I can respect that. Thank you, Stern. They're like, "You know what? We'll let our dealers, we'll take care of our dealers." We'll see what they can sell. Until the topper CE model comes out. Oh, <laughs> Too wow. soon. Sorry. Yeah. I'm still sore on that one. Do you think we ever see toppers from other manufacturers? Like, it was, as an ex- I thought the CGC, other manufacturers do toppers, don't they? Do, do we see more of it? Do we see an increase? Other manufacturers like a JJP, a CGC, um, a, 
American pinball. They've got to see this. They've got to be hearing about this. Uh, do they well, take action? Now, after they hear this show, yeah, they're going to. But do they take action? Do we see? Uh, depends on the company. Uh, I think I would not be surprised if JJP starts trying to sell the toppers separate. May, maybe keeping them on like their CE models, mm-hmm. for example. Um, and then, but Spooky, I don't. I think Spooky would probably They've still dabbled. try. They have, but I think maybe they'll do it in the kind of the way they did with the Rick and Morty, where it'll be like, okay, well, if you buy really early, blood Bloodsucker mm-hmm. members can have the topper for free. You know, that was that w- that went over really well. How it's like, oh well, we sold them all out, and since everyone bought them on the day, the incentive just happened to go to everyone. I could see them kind of trying to use that to drive initial sales because I think for them, it's more important to get those initial dollars committed on the pins than it is what they would make on the toppers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, American Pinball, I could see them starting to sell toppers. I've really, uh, it's probably been a year and a half ago, I pitched hard uh, to Gary and some of the executives up at Stern to increase their topper and accessories division like no other. I knew that there is money to be made there. Uh, and I've pushed them. Jersey Jack, Eric Minier will tell you, King Cromwell will tell you, I've pushed them. We gotta have a GNR topper. Gotta, 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 gotta have a GNR topper. American Pinball, They've not really made a game that I'm like screaming topper for. CGC, they know how to do toppers. And and what what, what have we seen? The Royal came out and then they sold that as an accessory. They they did say, oh, that was just because the original standard Nelly buyers, we want them to be able to have uh, some of the upgrades too. But man, if it works, why not? So well, I, th- I think we will see other manufacturers start to have toppers in the, in the works. Oh, speaking of toppers, you know what? That's a perfect segue into, is this maybe the most controversial segment in all of pinball podcasting at this point? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I want to put a topper on top of my topper. And you will hear about the love of that. Only one place in all of pinball media, and that's pinball! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, what up? <laughs> and that's pinball market trends! Boom, boom. Market trends. Put a top around it on the top of king. Booyah! Market trends, Dennis. Come get you some, baby. A dish served better, warm and steamy. What's the saying with the with the a dish better served cold? What is that saying? Something about revenge. Oh. Revenge is the dish best served cold. Mm, this dish is going to be served hot. Me, you, you will enjoy revenge better when you're being dispassionate in its execution. So with all that like hype scream stuff, that's like not cold. That's hot. Yeah. It's going to burn your tongue, Dennis. Now that's part of why people don't appreciate it. <laughs> Fine, I'll serve it cold. No, you won't. Seek revenge. You're not, capable. you're not capable of it. Oh, because I'm too loving. That's why. I'll hold you one day. One day, Creasel. One day you'll be mine. But until then, turning out this week is a Stern game. An earlier Stern game. No, not that early. Chill out, Ron Hallett. It's the Simpsons Pinball Party. It's trending up. I don't know if you've taken a look at this listener on the secondary market. Simpsons is still beloved, and it's like, I I think we've gotten to the point there's enough machines that have been released it's now kind of right there with Lord of the Rings. I remember the back in the Metallica and ACDC days where you'd still have that, that uh, superiority of Lord of the Rings over Simpsons Pinball Party 
from a financial standpoint on secondary market. You'd still have about a thousand dollar spread. Nope. Nowadays it's pretty typical uh, online with Lord of the Rings. We're at the lower sixes, six thousands, mid sixes for a really nice Simpsons pinball party. Used to be in the fives. Now they're in the sixes. Still not a game that I clamor to have or to own, but the Simpsons pinball party, if you don't have a faded cabinet, those are good. They're trending up. Would you ever own a Simpsons? Uh, no, I would not. Why? It's clunky. I don't think one could argue there. Are you not a Keith Johnson fan? Code's okay. It takes a while to get into that game, though. Um, no, I just have no interest in owning it. But I bet you would have a lot of interest owning a Jersey Jack pinball Willy Wonka is trending out this week with the standards and LEs. Not so much the CEs, but the standards and LEs. Any idea why, Crazy? No, I have no idea why. Well, that's because they stopped production on them. And anytime you stop production, I have found that everybody wants one. They want what they can't have. Hmm. Tell that to WWE. <laughs> Man, that game is shit. It legit is. is that's a shitty game. Willy Wonka standard and Ellie's are not producing right now. So everybody's been wanting them. You're going to start seeing those uh, retained value and go up in popularity. Plus the more time people get on a Jersey Jack machine, it just has this weird Jersey Jack effect where it takes a little more bake period for the community to really appreciate and understand the greatness of some of these titles. Willy Wonka maybe being the, the most Willy Wonka. I may like Willy Wonka better than pirates of the Caribbean. I'm, I'm telling you. I don't have any mm. to sell, but up until GNR, it may be my favorite JJP game. It's got a genius in there. People won't give it a chance, but it's got a genius. And our last trending up this week, it only makes sense to trend what the numbers tell me. And the numbers tell me that bye, bye, bye. It's all toppers. Trending up this week is pinball toppers or pinball toppers. Trending up or pinball toppers or is pinball toppers. Let's correct some is pinball toppers that's plural trending up are pinball toppers no i'm stuck here dennis trending up is pinball toppers trending up are pinball toppers i'm not going to tell you do you know the answer i know what i would say but son of a bitch toppers trending up because we just got the tmnt toppers and they are selling they're selling well not even like hotcakes like waffles like belgium waffles with Canadian syrup drizzled all over them. Would you ever would you ever be intimate with somebody if they were into syrup, Dennis? It's a very sticky situation. Mm. I mean, I don't have a problem with syrup inherently. Oh, so you sure. kinky little thing, you. I don't I think I'd have to pass on the whole syrup debauchery in the bedroom. I'm not I'm not eh. think about it. Hardening up in your hair regions? Nope. Can't do it. Nope, baby, get out some whipped cream or something. I, I don't want any of that. Especially like the Angemima is the fake syrup. That stuff is really fake sugary syrup. and thick. It, well, <laughs> to me it is. It's fake syrup. But tell me you don't eat that fake stuff, right? You're 100%. I've had all sorts liberal. of different types of syrup. There's more than just maple out there. Is there? Yeah. What kind of syrups is there? Like boysenberry. Boy, that's a jam. Is that a syrup? No, they make a, they make a syrup too. I didn't even know boysenberry is a fruit. Is it a fruit? It is. It's a hybrid. It was man-made. What? 
Mm-hmm. What is this craziness? You're blowing my mind right now. A boysenberry? You've never actually had boysenberries? or I've never even... even seen or heard of one. Or is it from gummy bears? It sounds like that. Boysenberries. <laughs> no, no. It's a, it's a cross. It's a, it's, a, it's a cross. I think it's a mix between raspberries, blackberries, and dewberries, and loganberries. Loganberries? Mm-hmm. You've heard of loganberries, What egotistical right? son of a bitch named that one? I don't know. Logan. Probably Logan. Boys and bears. While he was running. No. Man, I need to get into the berry game better. I don't know anything about this. What's the what's the uh the jam or the the syrup that goes on the IKEA meatballs? Ever had a Swedish meatball IKEA from IKEA? No. I've, I've never been to IKEA. What? I don't uh I don't build my own furniture. <laughs> Your flugel shine? I I pay <laughs> I pay for my furniture to be pre-built. No wonder you've never heard of uh, like IHOP has boysenberry syrup at their tables, or they used to back in the day. That's an odd thing. I'm going to, listener, you're hearing me type, Ikea. If I sent you some Ikea meatballs, would you eat them? No. Why? I don't uh, trust meat shipped in the mail. <laughs> it, no, it's something dragonberry. It's something really weird. Berry, I'm seeing. L- lingonberry. Lingonberry, a lingonberry, lingonberry. Apparently, I did not know this, but uh, looking it up, uh, according to the the Wikipedia's, mm-hmm. um, it's ever since 2016, New Zealand is the largest exporter of the boysenberry. Hmm. Get another boysenberry. Yeah, I think our Mer- I think our American boysenberries tend to come from California. Stoneberries. Maybe, maybe maybe Oregon. Maybe Oregon. Some West Coast. You know, they like to grow those berries. Yeah, they, I could see. I can see the Washington State area. They're pretty eclectic. We've got our own berry, thank you. I wonder if they grow the lingon berries. Ling lingon berry. Never heard of that. Huh? I, no, that sounds familiar. Yeah, regionally, oftentimes served with fried herring as well. The lingon berry jam, lingon berry jam on the Swedish meatballs at IKEA. A plus listener. If you love you some IKEA meatballs, I can't be the only one. Message us at the pinball network at gmail.com. Trending down this week is not lingonberries, it's dangleberries. <laughs> a mutant turtleberry. That's TMNT Ellie's are on the downward trend. Damn it. Here goes my TMNT machine. It's not bolted. At least you got the important part out of the way. You yet again dropped that you owned an Ellie. Oh, sh- you, I'm just trying to be descriptive for people. You always take issue with that. You're always saying I'm flexing. <laughs> because you constantly I'm do flaccid. it. There's no flex For those here. that don't know, what he's referring to is I made a, a simple remark <sighs> after watching the latest straight down the middle video, the this or that, where there were all these various matchups. And mm-hmm. I like the this or that. So I watched the whole thing. Oh, sweet. And Yeah, that's my favorite type of straight down the middle video. And... But during all of it, while Greg's thinking, Zach, every single time has to say, I own all these. I own all these as at least. LE flex, though. I own all these. I mean, yeah, I, just, I, have, I have all these. I have all these as well. I was telling so, and, the viewers. And Greg's like, well, would I rather have pirates or would I rather have three games? Because I normally prefer quantity over, over you know, it's quantity over quality. And then Zach's like, I own them all. I own them all. I own everything. Have you seen my collection? Have you have you heard that they're all Elise? Have you they're heard Elise by the numbers? I got toppers for them all too. Did you know about that? Even toppers that haven't been released yet. I'm important. Yeah. I know some I'm, people. Some people are in this hobby to flex. I get it. I wasn't flexing. 
I get it. Flex Flex Flexmaster Greg. I think Greg feels like, holy crap, was I pinned between a a bicep and a forearm here? Because I feel (laughs) like I got flexed on. No, it was simply to let the viewer know, I like these all so much, that's why it's difficult to pick. I own them. Thus, I like them. So it's difficult for me to pick. That's all. I'm, I, I'm sure the listeners were, uh, will agree with you and not with me. So I wish I could flex it. my boobs, though. Ever seen them boob flexors? I'm sure they're going to agree with you. Don't I'm, worry see, about I'm it. trying it right now. I don't have any boob to flex. I want to be able to flex a boob. I bet Eric Minier's got flexing boobs. He's a muscle man. We should do that next time. You and I. Boob flexing contest. Uh, no. Can I we d- get through this segment? I just picture you taking off your shirt and being the most ripped fucking guy in pinball. Like, you're just hiding it. Even I would be turned on you taking off your shirt. Sorry to get through this without uh, lifting the table. Also trending down this week is, oh, this one's precious. This one's precious. Listener, we've got a new segment from another pinball podcast. Um, kind of like a market trends. I thought it was precious. It was Canada's pinball podcast. They made a very cute uh, attempt at pinball market trends. They even use the term buy of the week. Mm. Broad. That's a phony. That's a generic form of the trademark market trends. Tally the votes. <laughs> nice try, Canada, but it was complete shit. Sell, sell, sell. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's some things that you can venture into. That one, man, I've got that road paved in gold, baby. You can try, but you're just going to get my horse manure. You're going to step in it. Hopefully you're wearing socks. <gasps> and everybody's favorite deals of, oh, I don't know. Do, do do people like deals of the week better or deals of the what the whole? Which one uh, do you think? Yeah, the WTF. Yeah. No, I've never that. heard anyone say they like you doing deals of the week. That's never been a thing. Really? Well, let's yeah. do it anyway. Deal of the week. Bye, bye, bye. Deal of the week. This week there is. It's got to be sold by the time you guys listen to this. A Jurassic Park Premium on Pinside. I'm going to pull it up right now. There it is. So we go right over to Norfolk, Virginia. Matster on Pinside. I like his avatar. It's a Gandalf. But he is selling a Jurassic Park Premium. He or she. He's got the little boy avatar, so maybe a boy. Excellent condition. Manufactured this year in March. Only 500 plays. It's even got a fence upgrade. Uh, it's got the uh, vinyl art on the sides and a few other minor mods. Again, listener, these these pins are seventy six to $7,800 new. They're $75,000, new. $6,000 is all he's wanting for this. Bye, bye, bye! Dennis, that's, that's a deal. I can see you owning this pin. The only caveat is turning down this week, pickup only. So if you're ready to go to the beach over in Virginia, go over there, bring cash. Has to be cash, but look, he can set this. If it's only six thousand dollars, that's at least five hundred dollars cheaper than it should be. If it does pan out and it is perfect, like he's saying, he can set the pickup only cash thing because it's worth it. This is a steal of the week. This is a buy of the week. <laughs> buy of the week. <laughs> oh, he's getting his he's getting his things mixed up. Buy, 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 and deal of the week. They're separate. Buy, buy, buy of the week. Oh. <gasps> Might be onto something. Venturing on through our market trends here, we've got a beautiful little deal of the. Don't try to out market trends me. This week we're going to be looking at a. Oh, this shit. Complete and utter fecal. Patrick O'Malley on Pinball for Sale on Facebook, Dennis, out of DeKalb, DeKalb, Illinois. 
Shit, he's close enough to punch me in the face next time he sees me. Up for sale is a Stern Walking Dead Pro. Walking Dead Pro. You've got one mm-hmm. yourself, Dennis. I do. Uh, care to share how much you paid for that? believe it was 4200 plus shipping. Oh, nice job. You did really well on that. So everything has been gone over, it says. And it's anytime somebody says everything's been gone over, I'm no longer thinking it's a, it's a home user. So we'll keep that in mind. It's working 100%. It's a newer Stern. Okay. This was from Stern's second build of this title. It's old regardless, so who cares? This is a machine that's been used commercially mm-hmm. and has normal wear and tear by the outhole kicker. Fine, as long as the price reflects that, I'm good with that. If you want some routed piece of shit. Both sides of the head of the machine do have small scrapes in the decal. Oh, boy. It's not really noticeable. Just wanted to note it. Game can be put on coin player free play. Well, that's good, right, Dennis? Nice to know that that can be. I guess if you want to route it. It doesn't include the build validator, though. So keep that in mind, listener. It's been extremely reliable. He. This sounds more like he's selling livestock than a, a pinball machine. Uh, I've never heard livestock described as reliable. Uh, this steer's reliable. She's good reliable. She's got a lot of miles on her. Have you ever worked a farm? She's been rode hard and put up wet, if you know that what I mean. That means no. But uh, have you ever squeezed a teat? I think I have. It's been reliable. We're the only owner of this machine, even though thousands of people have molested it. Wait, we're the only operator that's owned this machine. What the hell does that even mean, Dennis? One owner, one buyer, I <laughs> one, guess. One operator. One operator. Then, so this is fine, right? If this is a $3,000 pin, this is fine. He said, I'm not going to respond to lowball offers. Does he realize that's when people lowball offer him just out of spite? That's where we're at in our society. We're going to sell that's this. That's kind of mean to do. Uh, that's people. It's humans. We're going to sell like this go machine to put funds towards a new pinball machine we're looking for. Thanks, bud. Don't give a fuck. If we don't get what we need, we'll just put it back out on location as it's location ready. And it's a great earning machine still. Mm, call him bullshit. Because if it was that great of a machine that's earning that well, it's still have it on location, you wouldn't be selling. This is all bullshit. If you got any questions, feel free and ask. Pat at Star Worlds Arcade. $6,000! Sell, sell, sell! <laughs> Come on, Pat. I like the part where you flexed on people who buy routed games. For $6,000, yeah. I will flex in boobs all day long. Look, because here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's my new Biden. Uh, man, here's the deal. I hope Biden... I hope he presents with some type of thing that I can use. But here's the deal. Whenever you get a rounded game, you're you're not usually saving enough money for it to make sense from what I've seen on, on a public advertisement perspective. Right? Hmm. Spoken like a distributor. Eh, I don't sell Walking Deads. But if I do, they're going to be home use only and beautiful. Yeah, $6,000. Nope. What the fuck are you thinking? I've seen premium Walking Dead's for cheaper than $6,000, and they were home use only. Get it. And that was your pinball market trends. No drama edition. Right? Well, it depends if he listens or not. Oh, O'Malley Man? Yeah. Or Canada? Well, you know Canada listens. Drama-free edition. That's how we like it here at the Pinball Show. That's how I like drama it. drama for your mama. I... I never request no drama, ever. You love 
the drama, I think. You seem like a person that likes the drama. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Dennis, now that people are at full arousal after that market trend segment. Damn, I love that segment. I wanted to put this before we end the show because we've got some big gaming news this week. Maybe not pinball gaming, but gaming in general. Is that correct? Uh, Yeah. This is an unusual topic for you to bring up here. PC lover. I can already sense it. I can already sense it in your tone. But we're going to talk about, really quickly, the next-gen console launches that are going to be done this week. I think the Xbox debuts Tuesday, if I'm correct. Am I incorrect or correct? Uh, I, you know, I actually don't know the specific release dates. I've already been seeing people posting images on Reddit of having games i don't know how many were reviewers or versus you know everyday folk why don't us pinball reviewers get that same luxury well uh it's probably difficult to send a review copy of a pinball machine so sure it is just send the damn thing down here i i laid it up well for you. Uh, you hey i mean say, didn't, uh, because... didn't kevin manny get i mean they sent him the guns and roses early yeah but he's a sponsored he's sponsored yeah but i'm but he was the one doing the re- so like that was the yeah. Dang, I mean, we're getting close there. My layup for you right there, Dennis, was because you don't get millions of fucking views, Zach. Now shut up and do your stupid segment. No, that I wasn't gonna fun. I mean that's not that's just pinball in general, though. That's not anything like that you did wrong. No. You're feeling awful generous today. I like it. I'm being honest. This is the boob flexing thing that got you. Yeah, it comes out November tenth for the Xbox Series X. God, what a shit name. Yeah, it's pretty confusing. Who thinks of that? Uh, marketing, I guess. I guess it's not just pinball that messes up marketing. Yeah, whoever was in marketing at Microsoft needs to be fired at Series X. That makes no sense. November 10th is when it comes out. For the most part, people had to have pre-ordered this. I don't even think with the with the times right now, Dennis, that they are uh, doing much of the store launch things that Walmart is. But I believe that Best Buy may not be doing that target may not be doing that like you typically get with these console launches do you say council or you say console i say console it bugs me when people say council i've never heard anyone say that i don't know if it's a if it's a regional thing i've heard that before and i thought what then we've got the playstation coming up this week on november 12th mm-hmm. yep Ooh. which one does better uh I think initially it's going to be really hard to tell because early adopters are going to going to jump all over this. A lot of people are going to buy both. Really? Yeah, they do it for the exclusives. On this console release, it doesn't feel like there are very many, if any, launch uh, exclusives like we've seen in last releases. I think it's no, fair. No, I, I actually, I'm not, I'm not buying one immediately because there's no, there's nothing there no. that tells me I should make the jump specifically so i mean halo's delayed a little bit yeah that was and that was going to be the big exclusive on xbox Mm -hmm. xbox doesn't have a first party exclusive of note at their launch um Ah, it's kind of a fail do you think it's because of a lot of the development during times of coronavirus or yeah yeah i mean it's the same reason why cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed yet again and or do you think it's the uh, excuse that they're giving no no i think that they i think that the game wasn't ready and i think it's probably don't they uh, not normally. Oh, okay. And so they've been trying to, but yeah, I think coronavirus is greatly responsible for a lot of software development falling behind schedule. Mm. So unfortunate, but it's just, you know, I don't know. I mean, the 
in terms of sales, Sony goes into the new generation with a lead on consoles. More PS4s were sold than Xbox uh, okay. Ones. So given that, I would think Sony would probably by default have a lead. Uh, but unlike the last gen, and for that matter, the gen before it, both of the top tier models are the exact same price. So there's not a there was a hundred dollar discrepancy on the last gen. Mm, okay. So that was part of why PS4 sold better was you had to pay a hundred dollars more for a less powerful machine from Microsoft. This time, Microsoft has a slightly more they powerful do the machine. Edge here. Yeah. But but I mean, all of, they all still do the same basic fun, like. The up to 8K resolution, up to 120 frames per second. We can't use uh, that for a while, right? Right, but but just in terms. So, but looking at it, you're mostly coming down to a little bit of difference on the CPU GPU performance, but it's pretty slight. So, like, I don't think someone's going to. I've seen some of the load tests, and yeah, the Xbox is loading games faster, but they're both so much faster than the current gen that I don't think anyone's really going to be kicking themselves over it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Microsoft, I, it's a strange strategy, but they, in addition to the Series X, they do have the Series S. Yeah, and they so do the they, iPhone S thing. Both of these do, yeah. don't they? And that's a $300 console. So that one is is significant. That's easily the cheapest option um, because Sony has a diskless drive version mm-hmm. of their PS5 for $100 less. A very affordable uh, so, option in gaming. Right. So top tier is 500 the driveless version for Sony is 400 and then the S version for Microsoft is 300 mm-hmm. and if you know that you're not doing 4K and you're going to just do 1080p TV then the S could be really attractive to you cuz you are saving a significant amount of money but who buys and that's that? the that's the big difference is it's not doing the 4K 8K but at some point all the TVs are going to be at least 4K so why would you i don't know i i, I don't see spoken like someone who flexes no yeah. A lot of people don't. A lot of people who buy these consoles are working part time jobs. You know, a lot of them are teenagers. They don't. They they can't afford a five hundred dollar machine. I know it's hard to imagine a mere half a topper, but that's how real life is. So what's wrong with our society? A bunch of fucking slackers. Get out there and mow some lawns, you idiots. If you really want this stuff, get yeah. it done. It's, it might be easier to to mow their lawns and and get the three hundred dollars rather than have to mow for two more months, especially. Uh, somewhat challenging, like in yeah. Kansas, to mow lawns in November. Start slanging but, vape. Isn't that what the high school kids do? Yeah, I don't know. figure it out. That's what I did in my life. So anyway, it's uh, yeah, it's just it's a it's a money thing. as a lot of it, and some people might have just bought a 1080p TV a year or two ago, and they're like, "I'm not buying another TV for eight years." Are you kidding me? I just bought this one. That's true. That is true. I mean, I only got a, my 4K TV uh, two years ago, so it was it's pretty new to me. And I only have one 4K TV in the house. Hey, you got a 4K All my TV other TVs before are I did, ten, are Mr. Flexer. Uh, it was a gift. So. Oh, flex gift. It was a flex gift, yeah. I want to get you a gift of flex seal for Christmas <laughs> so you can seal a uh, window screen in the bottom of a boat. I already have two cans of it in the garage. Oh, does Thank it work you, well? Uh, yeah. Better than that MyPillow bullshit. So when you aesthetics here, I know you and Tony are not, you guys are going to cover this stuff. Uh, you've covered it, dabbled a little bit, but you'll cover it even more. You're not going to talk about aesthetics because that's just not your bag. Baby. No one, no one cares. It's something people make fun of. No one buys a console based off of how it looks. Is that nope. why the PS five designed it to look like a spaceship? PS five is designed to, look like a ra- uh, designed to look like a router. And the Xbox series X is designed to look like a refrigerator. <laughs> Black Kenmore. 
In fact, Microsoft uh, leaned into that meme and they actually released a refrigerator. <laughs> that is the, that looks like the console. They sent one to Snoop Dogg and a couple other influencers, I think, got free ones. Oh, that's Full-size great. fridges, kitchen-size fridges. You think that guy on the motorcycle driving by is going to buy an Xbox or a PlayStation? He sounds like a PlayStation person. Right, fucking Windows 95 gamer. He's looking forward to Gran Turismo 7. Oh, yeah. Dirt 5. Yes. Okay, so what what game interests you the most? What next-gen game interests you the most? Well, uh, I mean, there's not a particular one that stands out. Ooh, there's one my... that stands out for me for you. Why? Because I've heard you talk about the prior title uh, with the company. It's the one, it's the, my ignorance here is shining through, but it's the uh, Hell's Gate, or it's the really impossible game. Oh, the Dark Souls? Yeah, I thought you've talked about Dark Souls before. You like Dark Souls. I have. I didn't like it. I won it. Uh, I have Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, but uh, I'm not very far in it because it's too hard. I see. And the combat's different. They've got a new game. Yeah, I try games sometimes and they just don't work out for me. I, yeah, I I mean, those are very popular. If you wanted that, I'd go with PlayStation because From Software has a stronger relationship with them. PlayStation. Uh, uh, I'm while I'm not a specific title, I'm interested. I'll, I'll be getting when I get one, I will get the Xbox. And the reason is that's the infrastructure I'm already invested in. It's fully backwards compatible. Mm. So I can put my current console away and just use the new one and you still play my old games. And because they bought Zenimax. And so mm-hmm. with Zenimax, that gives them Doom, that gives them Fallout, that gives them Elder Scrolls. Mm. Uh, and I don't know if they're going to allow those over on other consoles, but basically the best Western RPG companies, arguably aside from BioWare, are now in Microsoft's orbit because they've purchased the company. Mm. Of the key exclusives, the one I would be most interested in would probably be Halo Infinite because I want to see if they can salvage the damage they did to themselves with the last Halo game yeah. and actually make it interesting. I even finished the campaign in the last Halo. Ouch. So Also, if, if you like racers, uh, Forza Horizon, that's the best racing game out there. Gran Turismo lost its luster over a, a generation ago. It's not as good. I don't think there's any good racers. I mean, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not into the hardcore authentic, like Forza motorsport racing, but mm-hmm. horizons fun. Cause it's very arcadey. It's an arcade style racer. Uh, I mean the big one with PlayStation, I think would be the Spider-Man game. Yes, the Miles the Morales Miles, game. Yeah. And they are, they're going to have another horizon, uh, game. Okay. And that did very well this last gen. I know a lot of people like hiding in the tall, if you want hide in the tall grass games, then uh, Sony is for you. I didn't realize how many different categories of games. I mean, uh, the Assassin's Creed thing, everybody's waiting for the next-gen version of that with the Viking stuff. Sure, and uh, you know, most of that stuff is third-party and will be on everything. So, mm-hmm. Did you see the, uh, real quick, did you see the, the teaser promo for the, the Black Ops Cold War? That looks um, insane. It looks really no, I good. Not. All right, so I guess we were talking about Demon's Souls. Ah, yeah, Demon's Souls, From Software made that, and then they... Uh, I've never played it. That was Sony only. And uh, then they did three Dark Souls games. So that's a trilogy. Mm-hmm. And then I, I played the first one of those on the Xbox. And they're impossible, right? No, not impossible. I mean, they're very hard. There's no difficulty toggle. It's oh, just hard. I respect that. That's cool. And so I, I did I did go and win that. It took me over a year, though. Nice. And And then they have another game called Sekiro, hmm. which is... Again, it's really, really hard. Same sort of difficulty setup, but the like the way the combat works is different than Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. So it's a different 
setting. Yeah. It's a different game, but it's still hard. Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Sekiro, they're all hard. They sound difficult. They are. I, I might not be able to. Part of it, maybe I'm too old to do the Sekiro. I don't know uh, if it's a dexterity thing. It's probably just most of these games come down to memorizing patterns. And See, and I lost. To do it. I've lost that. Uh, like, uh, we went to a barcade this last weekend, Fox and, and Fox the, and friends. Yeah. Fox and friends. So we, we went to the local barcade and Fox was playing a tapper. Now I, oh, okay. I've not played tapper before. I, I know the premise of it, but, um, he said, watch me play a game. And then I want to see you play Zach. So he was, he was doing it. I gotta tell you, Dennis, that seemed like the worst waste of fucking time in my entire life. I didn't play it. Because after watching him, I was so utterly bored that I thought, this is why I don't do arcades. Like This is excruciating. It's nothing more than just rapid speed and memorization. There's nothing fun about that to me. Hmm. That's why I he lost. Did a tapper, he did a tapper flex on you. I guess like he was, he was, and then he's like, then you have to do this, but you got to know this. But then if they're looking away at the girls, then you can't serve. I'm like, oh, like. I just want to flipper. I, I want to be a. That's what makes me think pinball's a sport. Esports, my ass with video games. Pfft. It's all fucking coding. Pinball's where it's at. Physical sport. Yeah, it turned me off. But you do know that esports are against other human beings, so it's not like predictable. Uh, it's not you responding to an AI that's doing the same still thing. Still relying over and over. upon software you're, to be true. Yeah, okay. You're still relying on software and a pinball machine. That's so true. Be, that's be true. very careful. You're going wild, down into. You're, this is one of those wild. elements where you're opening a realm where it's really obvious you don't know what you're talking about and you're just making up stuff that you think sounds good. I did leave the arcade with one very appreciated game, and it was Ice Cold Beer, I believe. With the, the bar okay. and the bar. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've seen it, actually. I think I've seen uh, Robert Gagnow play that. Now that, that is a game. It actually takes skill. Ooh, sorry, video game burners. Now this, the Spider-Man really piqued my interest, this Miles Morales, because it looks phenomenal. I'm a graphics whore. Uh, I don't, you know, for what it's worth, I, I don't know if that's even a thing nowadays, but I want to be consumed with the look and the feel of a game more so than all the other stupid shit that like Fortnite, pff, I don't care how expansive that bullshit is. It's fucking ugly. It's boring. Spider-Man miles Morales. But I I'm, am I correct? This is like a patch an add on. This isn't even uh, right. Right. Uh, you know, back well, in my that, day, when new consoles came out, you'd get new graphics and new games. Well, the, the, the down, the patch will be new graph, like the graphical fidelity yeah, is but in it that feels patch. like it's been done. I want new. Well, it's a, I'm, you'll, you can wait for the next new game, but you'll be waiting. Point. So I listened to collected gamers podcast. Looks like cyberpunk's delayed yet again. That yep. looked like a cool game, uh, but you're more of a Xbox person. When do you think you'll buy the new series X? Um, I don't know. And if so, you're not going to buy that bullshit watered down version, right? No, no, no. I would, I would get the X, not the S. Yeah. Overall, is this a big leap forward in gaming? New consoles. Graphically, it will be. Game, like playability, no. There's only tweaks to the controllers and stuff. It's not. A lot of that stuff's pretty figured out. Have, have people, is it unanimous now that people prefer the Xbox controller to the inferiority of the PlayStation controller? Is that it's not unanimous. Not, but, oh, okay. No. I wish it was, but pretty sure it's that's pretty close to fact. I think. I mean, I don't. I don't 
there's a reason why like s- the Steam controller looked like an Xbox controller. Mm. The Nintendo Switch Pro controller looks like an Xbox controller. Google Stadia's controller looks like there's a reason for that. Whatever happened so. to Nintendo? They're still they've got their Switch out. I mean, oh. it was like a mid-generation release. They did Wii U and then they did Switch after the PS4 and the Xbox 1 came out, so they're not ready to launch a new console they yet. They always feel like they're behind. Well, they're not on the same cycle ever since the Wii. They're not they're not compete you wouldn't like them because they're not competing graphically with the with the main systems. Why don't they? Nintendo's a big brand. They can sell a lot at a lower price to a lot of people and they're exploiting other things like the portability of their system. Wouldn't they make more money just shutting down operations on a console and selling all of their assets to uh creating gaming for a PlayStation or an Xbox? Why haven't they done that? Um I wouldn't say that because my understanding is that purportedly Nintendo has never lost like they don't they don't do loss leader tactics where they sell their console for less and try and sell games on the back end mm-hmm. they make money on everything they sell it's always priced to uh, make them money but don't they seem why why aren't they wanting to be the cutting edge leaders the switch is really popular do why would you i mean okay it didn't it hasn't sold as many as the ps4 but it also came out years later why would you I mean, it's successful enough that they dropped their standalone DS line of portability. Now they have a console that is both portable and can hook to the TV. And lots of people buy it because it's affordable. So what like, what are they doing wrong? Why should they topper that shit? Because I think they could sell a hell of a lot more Zeldas and Marios if they put it on a PlayStation or an Xbox. Sure, but currently those titles only being in the N- Nintendo uh, ecosystem mean... You have to buy their console, which they will make money on if you want to play Zelda. That's you have true. To. That's true. If I want to play a video game and right now, I'd probably buy a Zelda and I'd buy the console that supports it. That's the question. That's the debate going on with uh, Microsoft buying up all these companies. So they buy up Zenimax. Bethesda. What's, what's the smart move? Do you put out Elder Scrolls, a very popular Western RPG? That's mm-hmm. what Skyrim is. It's yep. an Elder Scrolls game. Do you put that out on the PS5 and make more money because you'll get all those people that bought PS5s buying your Elder Scrolls game? Or do you say, no, you will buy an Xbox and now we'll make money on the Xbox that you had to buy because you can't say no to Skyrim 2 and we'll make money when you buy Skyrim. It depends on what your goals are, but I think the correct answer exactly. is you keep it exclusive. Exactly. And I think, and my guess will be, they, they've not commented yet on what they're going to do. My guess will be on things like that, they will keep it exclusive. Because in my mind, why did you spend billions of dollars mm-hmm. on a company not to force people? Well, in but they're ecosystem? afraid that they're, it's going to lose its luster unless you get it out to as many people as possible. Tell me this, because uh, I'm ignorant here. If I'm playing Grand Theft Auto on the mm-hmm. Xbox online, can I play people in the PlayStation universe? No, uh, Sony won't allow it. Sony won't allow it. Generally speaking, it's Sony the is the one who has the. Uh, it's not. It's not just up to the software developer. It's okay. whether or not people. Whether or not the. It's called the walled garden, mm-hmm. and whether people will allow. They either have a walled garden or they allow openness. Uh, on some things like Fortnite, there's been give. Okay. And so then that, on other yeah. things, Nintendo and Microsoft will allow their gamers to play with each other, but Sony doesn't allow it. Mm, and the software developers don't flex and say, hey, look, either get in the same program on online online uh, playability and multiplayer of the whole universe or your platform's not going to sell our game. Um, why would you as a software developer say, oh, yeah, you'll do this or else we won't allow our game to be sold on the most popular console in the world? 
Why would you do that? Because you're trying to bring in an entire universe of people that are able to play with one another instead of, I can only play with the Xbox people or I can only play with the PlayStation people. The uh, survivability is more important than whatever kind of moral statement you're trying to make with that. And a lot of these companies live game to game. So it's just, there have been companies that have pointed out, like before Fortnite allowed the crossplay, there was... Hey, one time, uh, I think that I don't remember it was Fortnite. One of the companies accidentally, quote unquote, turned on, flipped the switch that let everyone play with each other. Oh, and then got reprimanded. Wow. And and but so there have been companies that have gone and said, yes, it's that it's easy. It's really is just like flipping a switch in the code. We can do this. We can allow the cross play and uh, and on really, really big titles that pull a lot of money like like Fortnite, it's mm-hmm. been allowed, but otherwise, yeah, Sony has been reluctant because Sony's got all the cards currently. They're the big dog. Okay. They're everyone's already bought them, so mm. they want you to play on their stuff because they make money every time the game is sold on their version. Well, to sum it up, it sounds like one of these software developers is going to have to have a good old big set of boysenberries to make some change instead of just chasing that dollar. Holla. See, how, how about that? An outside, such as myself, ignorant person uh, of gaming coming in here and uh, maybe maybe I need to impart some new creative ideas into the video game realm. Sounds like you maybe. all it sounds like y'all need it over in the video games. A little stale, if you ask me. Shit, I've been gone for 10 years and it's the same fucking bullshit. Hmm. Yeah, because oh. pinball totally changed all of its nonsense <gasps> last decade. Hashtag toppers are a fucking thing. LEs they were a thing. thing in the 90s. Mods are a thing. I mean, <laughs> standardization and pinball is kind of a thing. Award shows and pinball is a thing. Pioneer, Dennis. Pioneer. Okay. <laughs> Let's wrap up the show. Where can people catch you uh, talking about video games next week? You can always go to Eclectic Gamers Podcast. Uh, we're at eclecticgamers.com. You can email me, eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Where you may or may not have a better video game discussion with Tony. Maybe. Eh. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. We'll we talk, I don't know if we're going to talk about the consoles again because he and I aren't immediately buying them. So we've already kind of covered those topics. It's not what you want, it's the consumer. You get that yes. reference? Do you know that movie? See? You always throw movies at me. Please don't know it. Please don't know it. Let's say I don't know it then. Thank God. Joe Dirt, baby. David Spade. Oh, (laughs) I saw that once. (laughs) You can catch me at Straight Down the Middle. We've got something super exciting this next week. Follow us, like us on Facebook and YouTube because Straight Down the Middle is about to help launch not only a product, but a new company in pinball. (laughs) Hashtag, how about them apples? Some exciting stuff, so tune into that. You can also buy a brand new beautiful topper or a pinball machine, I guess, if you need to put the topper on something or an Escalator stair climbing hand truck at Flippin' Out Pinball. That's flip, the letter N, outpinball.com or email me, Zach, at Z-A-C-H at flip, the letter N, outpinball.com or you can text me, call me, 812-457-9711. A lot of new stuff in stock. Recently stocked tmnt pros Ooh! so if you're trying to find something to put that topper on i do have some tmnt pros now in stock ready to go batman 66 still in stock got a couple left for the holiday season and avengers pros still got a couple of those left most of these things that your dealers are going to have stock on 
likely as we get closer to the holiday season and uh, in the holiday season, they're going to go pretty quick. I'm not trying to pressure into buying something, but bye, 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 all day long. TPN this week, we just had a final round that was really good with the return of Ryan C and Marty together again. That was mm. a lot of fun. Uh, we had a Joel Engelberth giving some reviews of, uh, he came down to my game room, played some games, gave some reviews of that. And Steve from the Puppet Pals messaged me and said he is working diligently to get a new released episode up here very soon. So expect that in February. <laughs> uh, well, no judgment. Typical to pinball. Maybe Puppet no Pals is the, is the CGC pinball podcasting <laughs> yes yeah, so we're waiting we're waiting for episode two's royal edition and then we'll put on episode three. Oh, very good so i don't know what we're going to get this week uh the chronicles guys are probably uh chilling out playing some new star wars comic pros we've got some new new stuff that we're working on for the streaming end george from don't panic flip is working really hard on that i don't know if that's going to be an end of the year thing or a beginning of the year thing and Dennis and I are working diligently for some other uh, some other formatting stuff as well. So exciting stuff. You got to tune in. You got to follow us on Facebook, on Twitch, on Twitter, on wherever else. Instagram. I think it's Instagram. Email us at thepinballnetwork at gmail.com. For Dennis Crazy, I'm Zach Maisie. And remember, if you need a working coin door, you can always go to Amateur Slimmer. And always practice safe pinball and who day up. Love you, buddy. And always practice. I'm gonna practice. Practice the cactus. They're reenacting Dune. Tell them to run without rhythm. Yeah, Shia Halud's gonna gobble them up. You're not gonna have any kids. And then who will not help mow and not help put up your above-ground swimming pool? I think Zach's one of those families that doesn't believe in chores. That's, that's the Greg Bone principle. Yeah, he always does that to me. He's always like, we shouldn't do it. We shouldn't make any kind of award ceremony live on Twitch. We shouldn't do it live at TPF. We shouldn't do it. And I'm like, dude, you're just fucking saying that because A, you won't have to put in the work so that you're right. Or B, if you put in, or if we put into it and it fails, you can say you're right. Fucking Greg Bone principle. <laughs>